Like if we did top five Billy Joel and you, you Piano COVID? Man was number one because for you, it doesn't seem like you have any taste. Whoa, that's a bar. Have you used that before? No. Did you just make that up right now? Sort of. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. You're like, well, I, I, I overheard somebody say something similar. Yeah. I don't think it's what they said though. <laughs> right. Brunch. Hit it, boys. Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac were seen getting cozy. Oh, getting cozy. We <laughs> have a getting red, cozy update. On the red carpet. They were it was a steamy it was a steamy photo op on the red carpet at the where was it? It was at the I would assume it was for Dune. Oh, okay. Um I guess. Let me see. Uh I mean, I should have Let's just not read get bogged this down in the details. Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac set the internet on fire over the weekend. <laughs> After the pair shared an unexpectedly sexy moment at the Venice Film Festival. I love that term. An unexpectedly sexy sexy moment. Very few moments are unexpectedly sexy. Um... For the most part, I feel like sexy Generally, is something that you have to try to achieve. Right, right. Yeah. You, like you put in the the work. You, and then, exactly. And then if it's not sexy, it's not even unexpectedly not sexy. You're like, uh, right. It's just win some, lose some. This is like he failed at being sexy. Right. This was was this effortlessly sexy from these two? I think so. Have you seen the video? I seen the video, yeah. and let me tell you, it set set my internet on fire. Yeah, I was, was having uh, router problems. It was it was a bit weird. I thought it was a bit weird. It's one of those things where, like, uh, like a scene in a movie where you're like, "Boy, I bet if you took away all the music, this would be super uh, <laughs> yeah, weird." Yeah. I think I've only seen it in like super duper slow motion with like glamorous yeah, stuff right. and all this that. I'm like, I feel like I've ever just seen two people standing there, or if it just like wasn't the two hottest people in the world. I know this is a big. This is gonna be a big episode for uh, hot people because we got to talk about Chastain and Oscar Isaac setting the internet on fire, but. We intentionally waited. We did not do the ABBA news for Friday's episode because we love the Patreon folks. We love that. We love doing the Creek speak. And if there's huge news, sometimes we'll throw it in there. But it would be unfair to not talk ABBA on this episode. So we're going to do a lot of ABBA on this ep. And they're just extremely hot people. But Chastain and Oscar Isaac. He gives her the... So this was at the Venice Film Festival. Um, they were promoting their new HBO series, Scenes from Marriage. Oh, okay. Which, so it wasn't for Dune. Yes, in which they play a married couple. Mm. I'm already thinking the, the meme of this week could be Scenes from an Italian Marriage. And it's just like Carm and Tone, like drinking orange juice. Don't hate the that. Old, Might need old a little stuff. flushing out. I, I think there's there might be something between like this whatever marriage thing and a marriage story. I was th- I looked up. I was like, is this a sequel to like? Did Noah Baumbach do do this? And I don't think so. This is an HBO series. It's not a movie. Okay. Adam Driver isn't in it. I did see that for some reason. Pe- that like scene was uh, I guess Vanity Fair would say it set the internet on fire because I was seeing a lot of people tweet about that famous scene from Marriage Story where they get in the fight in his apartment. Mm-hmm. So I was I I'd seen so much stuff about, or I'd heard so much buzz about the scenes from a, from a marriage, and I hadn't really seen trailers. I was like, ah, this must all be a thing. There must be they must be doing a sequel to Marriage Story. I don't think they are. I think people were just like, yo, let's talk about Adam Driver punching a wall. Okay. I'm looking forward to seeing this though. I mean, 
miniseries have been so hot these days that yeah and i mean like i love oscar isaac i love jessica chastain i think that i've i think if you go back in the the archives i've been like standing jessica chastain as like one of my most underratedly hot people in hollywood really that's she's a very hot person very very hot person and like again i think that this moment this this uh shared unexpected sex sexy moment Mm mm-hmm really sort of like toes the line between like this wouldn't be like a thing that anybody gets crazy over if it weren't like the two hottest people in hollywood on the red carpet so it's fucking weird man like he like caresses her arm (laughs) here's where i'll give you and like she's like she's not even flexing but there's just definition to that bicep of course um here's where i'll give it unexpectedly sexy I don't know, and I like Oscar Isaac a lot, but despite liking Oscar Isaac and loving Inside Lewin Davis, I know that I can't really participate in the Oscar Isaac conversation because I haven't seen the... He did Star Wars movies, right? Mm-hmm. And that's probably what he's best known for at this point, right? He's like the Star I mean, Wars considering guy. The, considering like it's Star Wars, probably, but like his character in Star Wars is nothing crazy. Okay, so I, I consider myself an Oscar Isaac guy. I don't know that I've ever found him particularly charming. Certainly not particularly. Really? No, like I think he's I, I think he's like handsome, but I don't know if I've necessarily been blown away by his charm. This was I mean, there's going for it and there's what Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain did uh, at the <laughs> Venice Film Festival over the weekend. He grabs her arm, gives the little what for. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "You know what?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going in. <laughs> I think there was like a, like a forearm kiss or something too. It was very, it was, it was romantic. Yeah, it was like romantic. It was sensual. It was sexual. It was, it was more than like a. Oh, that's not good. I just googled Oscar Isaac and then uh, to check if there was a spouse involved. There was a spouse involved, and uh, it says trending next to the spouse's name because people are like. It's searching so, exactly so, what you just searched yeah, right. for exactly yeah. the reason you did. Yeah, this is a real uh, like Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga situation we've got unfolding on our hands. I'm waiting for people to find this weird and then Oscar Isaac to have like a really weird apology that it's like, oh man, we were kind of ready to forget about this, but now I feel like we kind of have to talk about it. Like where he, he puts up this big apology, this like, sorry, not sorry, sorry you were offended thing of like, for years and years people have kissed each other's hands on the outside i move up the arm a little bit and maneuver into the inside of the bicep and suddenly something's wrong with it he does the old like matt damon it's like i uh i stopped kissing arms years ago and i just made one mistake what if he what if he says it's a COVID thing what if he's like ooh Chances are germs are on you know a hand to, if you kiss it. Exactly, into your armpit. I your, right. uh, your your arm. Although, if armpit? he is, ki- what yeah, is this? You, elbow pit. Yeah. The um, what's? No, wait. This is called what's the the weenus? Yeah, yeah. The, so the <laughs> the outside of the elbow is the weenus. Uh, video <laughs> watchers. So this this is the classic weenus, and that's where. Isn't it true that there's no... I can feel it. There's supposed... Isn't there supposedly no... Um, 
There's no something where like it doesn't hurt if you actually right. get hurt there. No idea. Yet the funny bone is right below it. Fortunately, today's our doctor episode. <laughs> Got a lot of questions. It would be great to just have a doctor on the episode and be like, hey. Just like a third person. Nothing we specific. We're not having you on to talk about anything specific. Just kind of sit with us for a second. Well, I'm sure we've got a lot of questions. Like, what's the deal with the weenus? Yeah. There's, they say that, I mean, I'm pinching it right now. I'm feeling it. Do you, you feel it? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. I got nothing. Really? Yeah. I'm getting some sensitivity. Should we try to stick like a knife through it? Are you you kidding me? I can feel it. Uh, I mean, like, there's no pain or anything. I mean, I can like feel it. Yeah. It's sort of like when you're when you get like Novocaine, you can like feel the pressure and stuff, but there's no pain. Maybe I have like a thin weenus or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can't wait for a brunch out of context to tweet that out. Maybe I've got just like a thin layer of whatever you're supposed to to have uh, there. Where did uh where where's your source on this um on this story? What story? The unexpected sexy moment. Oh, totally made it up. It's uh Vanity Fair. Oh damn it, that sucks. Why? Because it says unexpected sexy moment and it's hyperlinked. And if it was a different different source, I would have been very excited if they both used unexpected sexy moment. Look, we all agree. We're all in a Slack and or Discord together. Does Slack still happen? Yeah, I still have a Slack. All right. We're all in a Slack, and we decided this was this sexiness kind of caught us off guard. So here's the phrasing we're going with. But if um, if you're sneezing into your elbow, which is supposed to... That's sending it in a place where it's not going to get anybody in trouble. But what happens when a person starts kissing that area? Then you could person could say, like, oh, I'm going to the safest space. That's where you sneeze. And it's like, yeah, bro. That's where you sneeze. That's true. If That's she gross. Has sneezed today. You are toast. Just you're done. I do like this. Uh, Jessica Chastain tweeted out September twelfth, and she yes. just tweeted a picture of a guy kissing a woman's arm. Yeah, Adam's family. I believe that is. Uh, I don't know any of their names. Me neither. But that's Mr. Adams and Mrs. Adams and apparently. Mrs. Adams. Who? Let me tell you. Speaking of hot people, <laughs> Mrs. Adams quite hot can't really see mr adams's face so apologies we don't know you got a good hairline though mr adams solid but he's giving her the old oscar eyes <laughs> uh i'm, I'm over in- here baby i'm gonna give you the oscar isaac <laughs> and they're like ah. straight up lifting this from washed what's that circling back oh no that, <laughs> that, that wasn't the gangster's voice it sounded quite like it that was like an actor that was like an old actor it's, they're all the same. Yeah, I guess they all spoke the same way. Yeah. And the, I, I chose to focus on the arts, where they were doing the uh, they were doing the the dangerous killers out there with Tommy guns and whatnot. Speaking of killers, shout out to the actor who portrayed one of everyone's favorite characters, Omar Little. And I feel bad for... I saw a video of him talking about, like, he actually had a tough time, Michael K. Williams, um, like, going back to real life after being Omar, because, obviously, this will not surprise you, Michael K. Williams did not have a ton in common with the character Omar, and he said he was just always, like, a kind of corny dude, and, like, nobody ever thought that he was particularly cool, and they definitely didn't think he was tough. And then, like, once he played Omar... People would just flood to him and be like, you are my favorite person. <laughs> and obviously he had his uh, demons. And 
We lost them too early. Like shout out, shout out HBO for always like going to that relationship as often as they could because he really was like one of the great television actors. He was awesome. Uh, obviously, Omar was great. Uh, Boardwalk Empire is sneakily like one of my favorite shows too, and he was awesome in that. I uh, I didn't spend a whole lot of time on Twitter after it came out, but like. I have to imagine that that nobody did the like. Well, actually, Omar wasn't that great. Blah blah. Like, I feel like anybody who has ever seen Michael K. Williams yeah. act in anything has always been like, that guy fucking rules. Yeah, I don't think I've even. I mean, I hope no one would do it yesterday, but you'd be surprised. I'd, yeah, I know it's, <laughs> yeah. it is Twitter where people are the worst, but I don't think I've even seen someone be like, hot take. Omar's not that good. Yeah, like. Everyone knows that's an incredible actor, and even his scenes were his scenes were great, regardless of whether it was like Omar doing something incredible or like his scenes with uh, Stringer Bell were great. His scenes with in court with any judge or any lawyer were great. He was it's and it's and it's like very hard to stand out as an actor on uh, on. The Wire. That's what I tweeted right after I saw that news. Did you? Yeah, I, I said, imagine... I said, you know how good an actor you got to be to give, perhaps, yeah. the best performance like, on that show? Like, that's... I mean, like, I, I don't... I mean, I, it, I mean it's got to be, like, a 1A, 1B situation if you're going, like, Oscar Isaac and, and Stringer Bell. Oscar not, Isaac? Not Oscar Isaac, shit. Uh, Michael K. Williams and, and, uh, uh, and uh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Yeah. And that was like some people respond. They were like, "Yeah, like if, but if like you can everybody was hold your own show. or out against or outshine Idris Elba, you are everybody on that show was so good though. Like I know everybody. I ended up going down a rabbit hole where um, I think YouTube did like some like messed up stuff with their recommended videos. Like I wasn't watching any Wire stuff, and every now and then on YouTube I will go down a wire rabbit hole where it'll just put wire scenes on the right. And yes. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go watch a bunch well, of wire scenes. The thing, the thing with that is like, if you click one, you are there toast. for the rest of the day. Yes. Uh, yesterday, I hadn't been doing that for a while, but yesterday YouTube was like, bet you want to watch this wire thing. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of seedy. I, I don't deserve this Turning, based on my recent like monetizing clicks. a death. Yeah. But I, I watched it and it was all the actors talking about the different parts that they went out for. And how they were almost cast in other ones. And obviously that happens on every show, way more than we consider. Because you think of like, okay, like, you just like this person was this born person. to yeah, play right. this person. And you find out like, oh no, they were that, that was like their third choice. But it's a good thing it ended up happening because this person was so great. Um, the guy from, I think, uh, I, th- I think that the guy for, who's Gabriel in The Walking Dead... You know that guy? He's one of the cops. Uh, uh, uh yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. cops in the wire. Gabriel's th- the the priest, right? Yes. Yeah. I okay. think he said that he was like a finalist for. I think he was a finalist for Stringer Bell. Really? And oh, uh, what's Homeboy's name? The uh, the guy who plays um, the the main guy, the main cop. Why can't I, this is rough? I uh, McNulty. Yeah, the guy who plays McNulty. What's his Dominic name? Dominic something. Correct. Not not Purcell. Dominic. Whoa. When I just Googled Dominic, the first two names that came up were Dominic Purcell. You know who he is? It's Prison Break. Okay, yeah. And yeah. Dominic Lincoln. West. 
is it dominic west yes dominic west yeah dominic west was just like laughing out loud at the idea of that dude playing (laughs) Playing Stringer Bell. Bell. He was like, oh my God. He was like, that worked out perfectly for everybody because he ended up getting a character that he did very well and people would have just hated him if he was Stringer Bell. Yeah, he has like very nervous energy sort of. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I mean, Idris Elba. I mean, that's unfair though. When you think of, if you know that Idris Elba ended up playing somebody to be like, uh, anybody else would have played them. You're like, oh, crisis averted. <laughs> yeah. That would have sucked. <laughs> but Michael K. Williams, a real bummer. And then, of course, you end up learning more about the the guy once once they die, and you see that like I didn't know that he was uh, that outspoken with um, his addiction. And everything I honestly didn't even know that I didn't he know that he had addiction. Had issues. any addi- addiction issues? But it seemed like he was an awesome guy, and. That's a fucking bummer, man, because he, like, legitimately is a, a great, a legend, whatever you, you like, want to call it. And, like, a very active legend. He was still doing a lot of stuff. So yeah. So that's, like, such a bummer. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always a bummer, but it's especially a bummer when, like, you they're still in the middle of this whole thing. Yeah. And he was great in The Night Of. Right. I remember, the, I remember he gave, like, a chilling scene in The Night Of, and obviously he, like, kills people in The Night Of, but... Um, when he's explaining to Nas's character that, like he'll he'll just cut deals to take falls for whatever murders and everything, mm-hmm. uh, he just says like very offhand, he's like, "Fuck, do I care?" Right? Like yeah. I'm in here for a million yeah. years anyway, and I'm like, it's like ah. "What's it? What's like however many more years?" Yeah, but just like being so like flippant about like some yeah, you, someone can go kill somebody, and I'll I'll just it doesn't be, affect me, right? Like, ugh, he, I mean. He played, he played a scary character very well, but obviously there was so much more to to Omar and just a fucking great character. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna probably spend weeks now watching on YouTube. They'll keep throwing up the Omar videos. A couple weeks ago, randomly, I did watch uh, Omar's death. Oh really? Yeah. Which tough. Do you remember how he dies? Yes. Yeah. Gets shot by uh, the kid. A little kid. Yep. Man, he was gonna take some. It was gonna take some funny business to take down Omar. Yeah, yeah. Like it had to come from like the most unexpected in a- that way. You know, I'm not a jump scare guy. You're gonna have to explain. Uh, don't breathe too to me this <laughs> yeah. episode. You know, I'm not a jump scare guy. That's a massive like. That's like not a, quite you, jump scare. I would, but like I would heart ima- attack moment. I would imagine that like the rewind, uh, um, like. Rate is Rates, high. yeah, is quite high when that happens. You're just like, what the fuck? Ugh, terrible. So, guy just wanted a pack of Newports. And is he also, I think he's also going for uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. Really? At some point, maybe it's another scene where he goes into, because I think there's multiple scenes where he goes to the convenience store. I think he wanted a soft like, pack of Newports. He definitely asks for a soft pack of Newports. Yeah. I think one of the times, maybe it's not the time that he gets shot, but he's like, you don't have any Honey Nut? And they're like, nah. And I'm like, it's like I understand that Omar has his reasons for shaking down people in given situations, but like, does the person that he's speaking to know how scary it is <laughs> that they just said no to, <laughs> to, to, Omar. to Omar in any situation? Yeah, like I guess the show wouldn't make much sense though if they made everybody totally aware and totally terrified of Omar. 
Right, because like Omar's like coming, celebrity. And like, like everyone's like, run, like the the com- people are like running out of the convenience stores because he's on the block. Sad day though, sad news, and I mean, I said this to you yesterday, like celebrities because they're human. Like we do get a lot of celebrity deaths and everything. Maybe I'm just getting to an age or something. Doesn't it feel like it happens every day now? Uh, if you're not like every day, not but- every day, but like. There are some. There's big ones quite quite often. I feel like now. I like. I remember a few years ago when people were like, "What was the year?" People were like, "2018, I think." Yeah, well, they were like, like, "Will 2018 just, just end? go away?" And, and I was like, like, "Yeah, people die. Like it's right. terrible, but like people people." That year was like ho- like horrible because yeah. every death, people were like, "Oh, they just kept blaming it on the year," and I was like, "I man, I give up. I I stop believing in years. Like maybe." The Maybe pandemic really did it for two-ish me. Two-ish years ago, I though the whole like time is a social construct thing is totally true. Like obviously well, you're yes. older today than you were yesterday, but like oh man, ever since uh, ever since my I saw something recently. Somebody was like, oh, on my like twenty-somethingth birthday, I started to feel whatever, and like unless it's a mental thing. Like your body doesn't start like doing no. things at like certain. But you can like points. categorize things, yeah. I guess, based on uh, like you have to you have to sort of like create these markers in your mind yeah. for like when things begin and end. But like the the pandemic really really crushed home the idea that years don't matter because no. And like at the end of it, uh, two thousand twenty, yeah, everybody was like, "Thank oh, God!" That me. I was <laughs> yeah. Like, no, and here we are, in the ninth month. The in the ninth month of 2021, wouldn't you know it? Not everything has been solved. On the subject of years, I got a big regret, and not that it matters, but I posted a joke post <laughs> on Instagram while pretty buzzed, and it sucks because I don't want to be like the oh you deleted the, oh you deleted the post you coward guy, but. For I saw it happen con- and I cringed. Confusion's sake, I, I I think I think it's still funny, but I think that if I go back and do it again, I wouldn't do it. Uh, yeah, but I also think that like it's funny because it was. It didn't seem like you were intentionally trying to trick people. Well, all right. Well, so the the context here is that DJ posted a photo on his Instagram, him posing with uh twenty. Uh, birthday balloons that said 29 what was your caption easy breezy beautiful birthday girl <laughs> which it, that that seems jokey enough and i think that most people if they really thought about it for lo- for more than like 15 seconds would be like dj's definitely not 29 right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I, so so i thought but it just shows not that like oh whoa people think i'm young it's just people just don't care about how old anybody is People don't care about other people. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. So like, you see it's okay, it's your birthday, and you like it, and you move two on seconds out of that person's day where they don't put any thought into it. They're just right. like, happy birthday, King. Right. And I saw, like, some, like, I, I did close it. to legitimately close friends did, like, text yes. me saying, like, happy birthday. I saw Miles commented happy birthday, and that made me question. I didn't know if he was joking. I don't know. But, like, people but, that were at my 30th were commenting, like, happy birthday, <laughs> and I was like, Ugh. I, In fairness, I saw it, and I was like... Wait a second here. Yeah. Have I... Uh, did I fuck up DJ's birthday? Like, for in my mind, I thought that we were birthday month buddies. And I'm yeah. pretty sure that I went to his birthday party, 
Have I been like? Has he been playing the long con on me for like years? That would be a weird one. I mean, I I updated the caption to just say like it's not my birthday, but this was one of many realizations over the past couple of years that like social media is stupid and don't do it. None of it don't, means anything. Don't think about it. <laughs> yeah. Don't whatever. But I'm like now it's weird. I don't know if like. Um, if I make new friends or anything, like the first thing they'll see is like, oh, he's 29. Well, we're 40, so we can't hang out with that guy. I'd be like, no, like I, that's like 40-year-olds. It's like those are the only people I hang out with. <laughs> I'm not 29. I'm just a liar. Yeah. It was a good photo, though. It was It was a fine photo. It was, it was a photo. I, I didn't look at it and was like, I ah, DJ had to post this one. I, maybe I'll... Photoshop out some stuff and just make it like I'm somewhere else. But I, I felt this like weird drunken anxiety of like I feeling bad that when people texted saying like nice things and well, happy birthday. You probably should have taken some early bird CBD then to 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 while drinking lessen that anxiety. You know, don't don't not, do that. Don't do. Not that. Not going to recommend that we on have, the pod. We have uh, we've gone back and forth about this. Quite a bit. I don't know if ever on the podcast. That's what I'm. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Where it's like you don't want to mix. No, those, do, especially those things. Don't do craft beer and weed is not a good combination. You'll Horrible. get sick. Don't can do, confirm. Don't just don't do that. And uh, my realization, which to be fair, you had given me that piece of advice well ahead of my actual realization of mm. that fact. Um, it was when I moved home for two weeks for Christmas mm-hmm. uh, this past year. And the first night that I was home, 30-year-old at my mom's, uh, just played video games all night, took an edible, yeah. had some great treehouse beers, and ended up getting the spins and puking for hours. And I felt like the biggest loser on the planet Earth because there I was, an adult man spending the first night at home at his mom's in years, and he got sick playing video games. So that's tough. I mean, there's parts of that that aren't that are like fine. It's the getting sick and then having the anxiety of like, oh no, like does my mom know that? Right, that I'm that I'm puking that I'm and... booting over here <laughs> yeah. from overindulgence. And what could I possibly say that would make me seem like less? Sorry, of an the video games were flowing. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Not to mention another layer of this is that I was streaming at the time and I like just got hit with a total anxiety attack Uh. and I left, left the stream up. It was just like my empty chair for about seven to 43 minutes. I was was going to say way longer than six. If it were seven minutes, then I have so many more questions. And I came back and I was so embarrassed that I crawled to my computer so that I wouldn't show up on the camera and and I ended stream. Oh, love that. Yeah. So I wouldn't have done a lot of the things in this story, but I would have done that part. <laughs> yeah. It was... I I did like a whole... It, it was like a scene out of The Ring where like the girls crawling oh, yeah. on the floor being re- really fucking creepy and, yeah. and alien-esque. That was me crawling back to the, uh, to the stream to close it so yeah. that nobody saw me. I'm not a uh, puker, really, but... Me neither, like outside of being forced to do so. And I'm not a spins guy. And th- all of those have happened with the combination of, I think, craft beer and 
I'm not one to. I don't really uh, ever. Not not in years. I don't. Uh, I don't overdo it on marijuana products. I do what I uh, doctors. Recommend. Yeah, honestly, yeah. right. Yeah, I like. Um, you follow the, the the labels with my card, not to brag. With um, I do what I need to get where I need to go, and that's kind of it. But I've had multiple experiences, only two. But it, both were before this happened to you, by the way. And I think I told you after. Yeah, each you told time. me. Like, yes. Yeah. Second time. Don't like, do this. Can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, tried it again. <laughs> Doesn't work. Don't do this. Um, yeah. So in case. You've maybe gone down that path and haven't had bad luck yet. Don't Quit while test you're it. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't test it. It's not a good time. Something that you might want to test though yeah. is early bird CBD because yeah. early bird gummies are a recreational hemp product and they contain around two and a half milligrams of natural THC. So uh, they'll give you a little bit of a buzz while hitting you with the uh, with the CBD that you want. There's about 12.5 milligrams of CBD in each gummy. They're formulated for fun and to make you feel good. That's really the sweet spot. You want a little bit of THC to maybe get a little buzz going, maybe watch like a, a movie or something. Man, there's nothing better than just just popping a gummy and, and sitting on the couch. Kind of melt into the bed. Yes. Yeah. It's the best. Um there's a ton of different use cases. Some folks use them to relax. Some use them to pregame a little before going out. Again, be careful when you're doing that. Some folks like to get that little buzz before they hit the beach or whatever. And when it comes down to it, Early Bird gives you a nice mix of both. Ah, I'm th- that just gave me like that. That was just like a cool list of like, oh, here, here's some where ideas. You don't smoke weed, yeah. where or where you don't do Early Bird, whatever it may be. Uh, that could be cool. Like, yeah. I'll tell you what, I was kicking myself at Dead & Co. Um, I was driving anyway, so it was out of the question. But I was, like, 20 minutes into the set. So, like, about a third of the way into their first song. <laughs> I was like, damn. You know it would be... I was like, I'm having a great time. You know what makes this even greater? Just a little bit of that. Uh, as somebody who has never been to a Dead & Co. and is, like, d- doesn't have much oh, yeah, Grateful you- Dead e- experience... I just assume that you had to be high to go to one of those shows. A lot of, I was gonna say like a lot of pot smell, but what's how's that different th- than any other concert? True. I would say the pot smell we would talk about this has kind of gone away at shows yeah. because everything is edibles and everything is people are doing are, are they're early burden, they're doing their edibles and, uh, or vapes. they're vaping whatever it may be. Uh, like the actual vaporizers where you put the flower into the thing, like that is odorless so so much of right. it like we were at i forget who we were we were watching at a music festival and it was just like not even one like probably everybody there probably smoking weed and you not even not one smell a of anything of marijuana but dead and co a lot of people uh going old school <laughs> a lot of traditionalists oh i bet if you were just be like hey uh do you need? Uh, I've got some extra batteries if, in case, like your vape needs anything. They'd be They'd like, like, smack you. What in the are face. you talking about? <laughs> like, if uh, you want to shake down street with like, th- like uh, vaporizer accessories, you wouldn't be able to get to like trade it for a grilled cheese. <laughs> there would be that would be very very low value there. Uh, anyway, uh, early bird. Their their goal sort of is to kind of microdose the THC and make you feel great without getting. Quote unquote lit. 
And by the way, I agree uh, with that. And uh, yeah, I mean, like, it, I, I'm okay with with getting lit under the the comfort of my own home. If you but cho- like, cho- if that's what you right. so choose, of course. But like, oh boy. I would not want to be in that situation away from home. So, like, if you want to take it easy, you want to microdose, you want to sort of get the the subtle impact, Early Bird is really good for you. Also, it's Austin-based, which, by the way, we love Austin. Mm. And being a washed podcast, washed is Austin-based. You love to see it. People forget. Support local business. Uh, and so uh, you want to you wanna dabble in some Early Bird? Use the promo code BRUNCH. It'll get you 20% off everything. So go to earlybirdcbd.com. Use the promo code BRUNCH. That's 20% off. The discount codes are single use, which means uh, every customer can only use them once. But promo code BRUNCH will get you 20% off at earlybirdcbd.com. Okay. Do we do ABBA or do we do Don't Breathe 2? I'd like to talk to you about Don't Breathe 2. All right. Let's do it. Uh, I watched Don't Breathe 2. This is a... It's a, it's certainly a movie. I'll I'll say. So the, the uh, devotees of the podcast, the non devotees that don't know, Pete told me about "Don't Breathe" because I wouldn't you watch it. it. Right? No, you didn't that watch was, the first one. I believe that's like the only DJ or Pete tells. Really? DJ. I thought that, I thought you did see it, and I thought that because you saw it, you were like. There's no chance I'm seeing the second one. Oh, no. Okay, okay. I mean, because I saw the trailer for the first one, there's no way I was seeing the first <laughs> or the second one. I couldn't, but when when I saw that they were making a second one, I was excited because I was like, Pete's going to have to see it and tell me about it. But I was like, no, oh, my God. All right, here's a fun exercise you. then. You explain to me my explanation of the first Don't Breathe. Okay. Like, what do you remember from Don't Breathe? It is set in, is it set in Detroit? Detroit, USA. Detroit, USA. And we, we can't make, we don't make fun of Detroit anymore. Thanks for the nope. election. No, There's, but I will say they choose, both in this one and the last one, they choose the shittiest filming locations they can possibly find. Uh, like, this is not Detroit propaganda in any way, shape, or form. Oh, okay. So, send Detroit. Best pizza, not necessarily best pizza. Love Detroit style pizza. They, a bunch of ragtag kids, decide they're going to break into a guy's house because they say he's got a fortune in there, and he is blind. Mm-hmm. They break in, and it pisses him off. He gets furious about it, throws a whole fit, and he begins killing them because. He's pissed at them. Mm-hmm. A bunch of them die. He's a former Navy SEAL. Yes, he's a former Navy SEAL. And somebody did something to him. And he kidnapped somebody. And they're in the basement. And I don't even want to repeat what I think you say that they did. But it involves uh, insemination with a kitchen product. Mm-hmm. And they do they set that person free? Uh, they kill the guy no. and set the person free. No. Ah, uh, the did did you read the Wikipedia page? No. Okay, because I like didn't remember half of this stuff. And so well, you you I, didn't remember what I was just telling back to you? Yeah, but like it was probably incorrect what I was told. No, it's you. all it's all correct because I went I went and I read the Wikipedia page last night as I was watching Don't Breathe because I was like. 
or Don't Breathe 2 because I was like, I don't know if I really remember what happened in the first one. But you, you like, were, I think DJ saw this and told like, me about it. I don't know you if are, I ever saw You are hitting some very, uh, very accurate minor details. Okay. Like the, the, the kitchen appliance thing was correct. I would not, I did not remember that myself until I read the Wikipedia thing and I was like, if oh, I gross. saw that in the movie, I would think I would Fair be enough. pretty scarred by so, it. So, yes, uh, the plot of the first one is that these kids break in, everything DJ says. The woman in the basement is the woman who, I believe she was drunk driving, and she hit the guy's daughter, killed her, his daughter. I thought it was, I thought that there was involved a drunk driver. Yeah, the drunk, the woman dr- was drunk driving, killed the, um, killed the daughter, he kidnaps that woman, chains her to in the basement, and then artificially inseminates her with a turkey baster. And is keeping her locked up until she delivers him a quote unquote replacement child. Do uh, they say to, replacement child in that? Like, I think that he does. Like, you have to give me back what you took from me, or some something along those lines. So these kids break in, they free the woman, but the woman gets shot by the guy as he's trying to kill the, one uh, of the other kids. Intruders. So he accidentally kills the woman. He's very upset about it because he wants that baby. Yeah. Um, and, like, one, of the, I think that one of the kids gets free. It, it's not really important. All you need to know is that, like, the guy seemingly dies but doesn't. He, he like, he somehow survives. And um, is it the same dude? Same dude. Wow. Same dude in Don't Breathe 2. Um, and the premise of this one now... All right, so moving on to Don't Breathe 2. The premise is he now has a young a young daughter who presumably you you can probably guess not really his daughter. Okay. Uh he has a young girl, you're kind of wondering where the hell did this girl come from? Um and he's like he's training her in the arts of like survival. He's very very strict with her. If she doesn't pass all these tests, then she's not allowed to leave the house for a week. And like they mentioned that she hasn't gone outside in months. Um, and so she finally gets to go out. She goes out with this woman who drops off groceries for the, the blind guy. Um, she goes into town. Uh, she goes into a public bathroom. There's a guy waiting for her or like waiting for her in the public bathroom. And he's like, you're beautiful, blah, 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 and, like, really creepy, obviously. Like, this girl is probably... Does he know her name? No. Okay. This girl is, like, I would I would guess seven, eight, nine, ten years old, that range. Ugh. So, like, for, like, an adult man to be even looking at a, a girl in a public bathroom of that age, uh, very, very uh, Bad. concerning. <laughs> yes. Um, then you see on the news... That there's a, a a group of bandits out there that have been killing people and stealing their organs and harvesting their organs, Ugh. and so um, you kind of you kind of be like you kind of wondering is this guy part of those organ hunters? And he ends up following the girl back to the uh, the the house where she lives with the old man. Mm-hmm. And this guy and his squad kill the woman that she's with. For I don't know why. I don't know why they kill the woman that she's with. They wait outside the guy's house. They break into the guy's house. 
They're walking around. They're looking for something. They're looking for something. They're looking for something. They're looking for the girl. They're looking for the girl. Uh, you don't know why. You, you, you're you kind of being like... Because they're, they're not taking anything. Yeah. They're walking around the house. Also, the guy's not at the house at this point because they killed his dog in the woods. And he goes out to the woods to look for his dog. So he leaves the house. They enter the house. They're walking around. They're looking for this girl. She's slippery as hell. She's finding all these creative ways to dip, dive, duck, and dodge. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, she sort of like gets discovered, but she runs into the basement and locks herself in like this box that is seemingly designed to like house a person. Like basically so, like, a he was containment for cell this situation. Yeah, like it's it's uh, like it's sort of like an escape room, like mm-hmm. a portable escape escape room, yeah, or a panic room or something. So she locks herself in there. One of the guys that the the one of the the goons that was sort of chasing her starts to fill the box with water. Fills the box with water, tries to like flush her out of there, um, and like he threatens the guy comes back. The guy. Uh, I'm so glad I didn't watch this. By the way, I'm already like it is. I'm, it, I'm not having fun. It. Uh, the guy comes back. He knows something's up. He knows people are in the house. He uh, goes down to the basement. He like cuts the power. Goes down to the basement. The guy threatens to stick a lot. The the goon threatens to stick a live wire in the box with the the water and the girl. And so this guy shows himself. The old guy shows himself. And like, there's a fight scene. He blows up the guy. What? He blows up the guy with um, like this gas and this live wire. Blows up the guy, uh, and then you you start to they start to like kind of put pieces together where the group of goons is looking for the girl because the leader is her real father. Oh, the leader is her the girl's real father. Which at this point, I'm kind of confused because they they're gonna they were threatening to kill her. No, they're not threatening. They they weren't trying to kill her. They were trying to like find her. Ah, so it was a bluff. They weren't gonna fill it. But like at this point, you're kind of like you're really like, all right. So well, who am I supposed to be rooting for at this point? I know because I've heard about what that guy did in the first one. So right. Not rooting for him. Right. And like he's, I just want the girl to be okay. He's seemingly the good guy for a good portion of this one. Oh. It's a real it's a real weird situation because like in the first one the the guy is like the 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 the, the people are like seemingly the the good well-intentioned characters. Right, they're they're just like rotten kids. Yeah, and they're like they're trying to steal from this guy who's clearly fucked up and like you you are sort of pulling for the in- intruders. But like in this one, the guy's kind of just minding his own business. Yeah. And they're trying to fuck with him, but you do find out that that he kidnapped this girl. He took this girl because he thought the parents were dead because the the uh, the the father ran a meth lab, and he blew up the meth lab, <sighs> and they thought that everybody was dead. So the by chance, this old blind, blind fuck man. stumbles upon. A, a girl who survived a meth lab explosion just found her in the street, took her home, raised her as his own. Uh, so the the dad comes in with his goons. He's trying to steal her back. 
He eventually does get her, and he's on his way out. They really beat the shit out of this old guy throughout this process, by the way. And the in the the first one, the guy is sort of like like untouchable, a force of nature to be reckoned with. Second one, oh man, he 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 takes his licks. Whoa, okay. Maybe it's a maybe it's a separation of like these were just a couple of couple of hoodlum kids. Right, they just didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. These this uh this guy they had all served. They were they were veterans. Okay. They had all served. They're uh they're coming to get their his daughter back. So they get the daughter. They they uh they get the hell out of there. They bring her back to their location. They tell her the truth and they sort of reveal um like what really happened and this guy's not a real father and she's had her mind blown a little bit. She wants to stay. She wants to stay. Uh, she ends up meeting her mom, who did not die in the explosion. Ooh, so nobody died in this explosion. <laughs> nobody died in this explosion except for, like, n- nobody even went missing except for the daughter. <laughs> uh, she meets the mom. The mom, because of the meth lab explosion, her insides are all her all shit now. Oh, like she's she's dying. Okay. So the reason that they kidnapped the girl is so that they could kill the girl and take her heart and put it in the mother because oh. the mother needs a direct relative's heart to uh to 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 uh to keep on trucking and the reason why they're so adamant on getting this girl's heart into the mother is because wouldn't you know it the mother's the meth cook the mother is the meth cook. They need the. They need to keep her alive oh my to keep God. the operation running. You could have. You had the opportunity to not see this movie and just make anything up and just like see how much you could fuck with me on this and like I'd just kind of be hopeless unless I checked Wikipedia, which I probably wouldn't. There's no way you could make up something this psychotic. <laughs> it is, and it I is am alarmed absolutely that insane. There is a way apparently that somebody could make up something this psychotic it the makers is of this movie absolutely insane uh so they uh <laughs> they go to uh they go to take her heart out and as they're as they've got like the saw ready to go the 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 um surgeon that they hired to to do the surgery oh. is a, like a centimeter away from cutting this girl up and oh and by the way she has to be alive during the surgery because oh right it's because, uh right actually i don't know how that works i don't know how heart transplants work i don't think that the people yeah right are i was gonna alive. say yeah, yeah they can't that be murder that would be you'd, you'd <laughs> yeah. be killing them yes um because because it's not being done in a real hospital it's like at a like some offshoot camp headquarters base in a, an abandoned building in detroit uh they have to keep her alive because they can't preserve the heart long enough and like make the swap over before the heart goes bad or expires. Oh, okay. So that's what that's what I've seen in movies where they're like, this guy like thirteen minutes. Like yeah. the, the the second this person dies, like they got twelve minutes to get the heart into wherever. Yeah, because they can't, it's always preservation right. shit. So they needed to they needed to preserve it, and it needed to be to be beating and receiving blood at the time that he takes it out or whatever. Jeez. So, uh they so the as they're about to do that old man shows up in the nick of time cuts the power the saw gets turned off all the medical equipment gets turned off she's alive for now 
The guy starts taking them out one by one. He he doesn't kill a guy, but he does. This one that I'm talking to, he doesn't kill him. He takes a, a handful of super glue and smacks it on his face, oh. and cl- like super glues his nose and his oh, mouth no. shut, and so the guy can't breathe. And one of the other guys shows up to rescue him by stabbing him in the cheek with a screwdriver to open up a oh. hole for breathing, and then. They're like, the guy who stabs him with a screwdriver says, bro, he's a Navy SEAL. And the other guy in the in a very dramatic scene with still his mouth super glued shut, picks up a piece of broken glass, slices his mouth like slices his mouth in half oh. so that his lips will separate just to deliver the line. A dead seal, bro. <laughs> it was like the most Oof. dramatic, most like grotesque Ugh. display to deliver the lamest line of yeah. all time. Uh, so, like, you can see where this is going. He takes out I them can't. all one by one. Uh, they're, once they realize that they are playing from behind, that mm-hmm. this guy is a real psychopath... Um, they unleash a dog. They're like, plan B is a dog. And it turns out it's a good plan B because this dog is is a really good hunting dog, but the, the guy does avoid it. Turns out killing a dog is something that he can't do. Wow. He, he will do anything to get yeah. this girl back, except he just refuses to kill a dog, which credit to him. Well, I can understand his. I mean, I, I appreciate I can't understand that. a lot of the things this guy's doing, but I can see where he says like these people wish to harm me. This dog doesn't know. This dog he's has only been following orders. Misled, yes. Yeah. But when you, I think once you impregnate somebody with a turkey baster, all sorts of morality just go out the exactly. window. Exactly. I drawing the line at killing a dog right. it seems a little unfathomable. Yeah. Yes. Um, so he doesn't kill the dog. Um, he does kill all of the other people, and uh, that's not true. He almost kills all of say, the I other hope people. Not the kid. He he almost kills all of the other people, but the kid ends up killing her father because her father is about to kill the, the old, old man. man. So she chooses to save the old. I man. I could see that happening in this movie. She chooses to save the old man. But I believe he dies anyway. Really? Yeah, I believe the old man dies at the end. But like the the big thing is at the end is that she kills her her dad over yes. over him. Yes, she makes her decision. Wow, I mean that is blood is not thicker than water. I am just it was say, that is a lot to put on a kid's it plate. It is a movie. That kid, what a shitty day. This all happens in one day. Absolutely. Oh my! God. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would have been re- if they like took breaks. Yeah, it uh, it is a sequel that was, I would say, I would classify as not good, but it is uh quite close. Like it's playing the hits, really. It just does the same shit as the first one. Although okay. the first one I thought was uh was significantly better. I'm looking on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Yeah. It's got a it's got a huge, huge brunch, brunch score. score. Enormous brunch score. Audience score doubles. Yeah. <laughs> it's More tomato than doubles. meter. 41% tomato meter, 85% audience score. What is let's see. Don't what's don't breathe. Uh I feel like Don't Breathe was received pretty well. I mean, if they made a sequel, Don't Breathe. Wow. 88% tomato meter. Wow. 78% audience score. My yeah, goodness. So like, don't Don't Breathe was was good. Like it was very creepy. Mm-hmm. Um the plot was like fucked up, but fucked up in a way that a movie like that which serves the purpose, I guess. So, minus the whole person in the basement thing, it seemed but like that's its like premise, real right? It, it seemed like its premise, though, was like a pretty creative break-in movie. And mm-hmm. how many? It feels like we've seen every type of break-in movie. So, something I, I would think like him being a blind man would be twist enough. But I, I didn't write the movie. It's a fucked up blind man. Uh, the sequel, just like. It doesn't do anything for the story, really. <laughs> like, there's nothing that you see in this movie where you're like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, that serves a real purpose. And maybe that's because you saw Don't Breathe, the the original one, and you're like, how, how much fucking, how much weirder and crazier can it get while, like, staying in a sensible lane? Right. But, it, I mean, if this was successful and it looks like it has been or at least kind of well received is there is there enough meat left on this old guy's bone to have a third one no i I don't think so i'm again i guess i shouldn't be given how well received the first one is but i'm just so shocked they made a a sequel to this movie you still haven't seen free guy huh i still have not seen free guy no i'm how did i do by the way i hate explaining movies because i feel like i'm all over the place no i loved it i and there there were times in which i was like i'm not speaking but like you're doing great i almost want to say a point like look like i know you've had to speak for like 90 seconds without interruption but that's not me like zoning out or anything that's me saying you're doing great. great sweetie okay great i think you did a great job thank you and i there's there's Lord knows that, I wasn't seeing it. The things there's things that like I did not like go into mm-hmm. in detail in terms of like how the killings and stuff happened. Yeah, but like whatever, it's, it doesn't that. matter. Yeah, yeah. You should. Um, I'm excited for you to see Free Guy one of these days. That's a it has a 94 percent score on. I feel uh, like they are re- audience score. They are really fucking up like these at home release choices because like the movies that you would think i know that would be good for at home releases are like only in theaters and then you have like suicide squad dune like all these like big productions that you should see in theaters and they're being released in theaters and at home and everyone's going to take that option right if you let me see it at home i'm seeing it at home yeah i watched don't breathe at home by the way Oh, you did? Yeah, I paid twenty bucks to watch it on demand. Interesting. So I didn't know what's what its story was. Is uh, is Candyman in theaters? I think Candyman. I think oh no, o- I checked. Only in theaters. It, it was only in theaters because yeah. I was considering watching it. That one, I, I that one I knew was only in theaters because they waited like two years to release it. That's right. right. If you delayed. just like had it handy yeah. and you didn't put it out last year, what are you doing? Um, yeah, I uh, 
I'm bummed that Free Guy is not available at home because I would definitely pay 20 bucks to watch that and it feels like a movie that you don't really miss out too much on by watching at home. But it it was a good one to see in theaters because it's like very big and there's like a lot of explosions. Oh yeah, it's and an like action a, movie. Yes, okay. definitely an action movie. All right, maybe Again, I'm wrong there. I'm, I, I'm interested to have a conversation with, with you about it just given that I mean, if, if everybody likes it, it means that gamers liked it. Because I liked it as a non-gamer, and I was wondering, like, uh, did they, like, dumb this down too much that I got it? Like, will gamers hate it? But there were there were definitely laughs that, in points where I was like, I don't, don't get, get what that reference <laughs> is, but, like, it makes that person happy. There is, I think, I won't give it away, but there's, like, a reference to some superhero thing that got, like, a big, like, oh! <laughs> and I was like, I know who that actor is, but I don't know. I don't know who, who they play or what makes this relevant. Was it a Deadpool reference? Because uh, Ryan Reynolds plays Deadpool. No, but... It, for sure see that This being is, like, a joke. super dead... This movie's, like, kind of Deadpoolish anyway. I feel like everything Ryan Reynolds is doing at this point in time is Deadpoolish because he's, he's like, so good in hey, Deadpool. They're what? like, I'm not hey, supposed do to be that doing this. Here. How come I'm doing this? Yeah. Huh? I'm not supposed... Wait, you... I don't know you. You need me to do something? Okay, I'll do it. Here goes. Like that that's all free guy is and that's all Deadpool is. Yeah. I feel like people should hate Ryan Reynolds by now, but like he's so nah. likable and he's so likable and so good at at doing that that nobody's sick of it yet. Yeah, no, no. Ryan Ryan Reynolds is good. And again, I ask you, do not look at the at the cast okay. before you go to see it cuz halfway through there's a new character introduced that I was so delighted. <laughs> To see that this was the person who played this character. They were saying, oh, so-and-so is coming. So-and-so's coming. And then when so-and-so showed up, I was like, last person I thought would play that person. <laughs> if people have seen Free Guy, they'll know what was I'm talking about. Was it the about. guy who played the uh, Gabriel in The Walking Dead? Yes. <laughs> nice. Nailed it. And he came in. He's like, now listen. They don't call me string for nothing. <laughs> and then Dominic Purcell comes in and he's like, I'm not supposed to take issue with this. Dominic West is. And then Dominic West comes in and he's like, you blink a shitty stringer bell. <laughs> ah, ha, ha. What All a right. joke. Uh, Let's talk some ABBA. Oh, my God. And I've been having a good week. No, it doesn't make sense. Uh, it's been a great week since we learned that ABBA is coming back. There was... There were there were long murmurs of there's going to be some sort of digital tour that or concert that ABBA does where they weren't going to actually participate in it, but avatars of them were. And I was like, shut up. I don't care. Whatever. I'm going Gotta to be the, it. That's the biggest racket of all time. Such a racket. Yes. Hologram concert when you're still I'm not alive. Doing, I'm not doing any of the work. Send in the digital representation and send me my money in the mail. I mean, like, I don't say this term anymore, but like absolute king shit just being <laughs> like oh so they like do holographs ever, for when there's ever a moment to un unretire that phrase yeah it's for fucking this they're like oh so you use this when someone has died what about when someone doesn't want to do it and still wants to make the money oh i'm also not going to sing Absolutely you've got not. recordings of me yeah. doing that i did that just years play ago. the fucking hits yeah just here's what you do. I'm also not dancing. No, no, nothing. Get somebody else to be my body double. Nothing. You do what Elton John did on a song called Benny and the Jets. Just take the studio recording, put a bunch of reverb on it, <laughs> add some like claps in the background. People will think it's live. No one will know the wiser. <laughs> Biggest scam in the in world. If I put that in the uh, the fun facts, the brunch fun facts. I think that you had mentioned it. Okay, I'm gonna write it down. That drives week. me crazy when that uh, when that happens. I know, like Elton John has done it, so it can't be that bad. But like when people fake 
sell live performances or like acoustic performances oh yeah acoustic like fake acoustic performances are the worst thing in the world where you can tell that it's like still very very produced yes and very very crisp but like they just replaced whatever instrument with an acoustic guitar yes they um that happens a lot on youtube where someone will like post a cover and it'll be like them at a microphone and their friend at a guitar and just like given the equipment you're using they're using it's like there's no way that what i am hearing is what you are doing <laughs> right. there you just recorded yourself like you you did a recording like set to this video of you standing there singing it yeah it, Br- brad and i joked about doing that um with the vineyard night stream of making like a like a live concert dvd where we just like goose the shit out of the whole thing just like replace all of the audio just like go into a studio even though vineyard night itself wasn't made in a studio just like make it sound as like top tier add maybe some like some like chair squeaks or something so it sounds like it was live we were just sitting here unbelievable so abba shouts out to them for really pulling some shit being legends and or like grifters I mean, I still don't totally get this. I thought when they were talking about this, I feel like it was a couple years ago. Um, yeah, it's been years that they were saying like they're like, going to do like there's, they're going to they're gonna come make back new music. and do a tour. Yeah. I remember I the new forgot. music thing, and like that was promised like the year that Mamma Mia two came out because I remember looking up the yes. ABBA Wikipedia page, and that was like the last note. It was like, oh yeah, ABBA's getting back together and making new music, and I was like, what? Yeah, and then it got delayed for two years, and now it's coming out, and like, good for them, I guess. So, all right, NME writes, they also, so they're putting out an album called um, Voyage, drops November 5th, and it includes the songs I still have, I still have, I don't think it's called, I thought it was I Still Have Faith in You, but NME says I Still still Have the Faith in You. Oh, really? I don't think it's, I think it's called I Still Have Faith in You, and, uh, don't shut me down, and those are great songs. Especially, I still have faith in you. Uh, they also revealed a revolutionary concert dubbed ABBA Voyage, which will see a digital version of ABBA, and then in parentheses it says, "Not holograms." Perform alongside a ten-piece live band. This makes it even weirder that they actually they have humans in there, and there's ten people there. Fourteen. There are, there's ten. There's fourteen I'm people. So confused. Ten so, of them are humans, and none of those ten people are Bjorn, Benny, Frida, or Anetta. So they're not holograms. They're not like digital projections. They're are they like? So what does it say? Maybe read, like read animatronic? That, yeah, no, like I'm guessing that they are that they're like digital recreations like i wonder if there's four people that are wearing those stupid fucking suits and then they're like they're um they're cgi'd maybe it says um anderson alveus faltzkog and frida have all been involved in motion capturing themselves for the experience um also, the run of shows will take place at the purpose-built 3,000-capacity ABBA Arena at London's Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park starting May 27th, 2022. That's annoying. A, I'm going. B, 
I thought when they were like, they're going to have concerts, they're just not going to be there. I figured the fake ABBA could at least come to us. Like tour? Yeah. yeah. Not only not only are they not touring, and not only are they playing at at uh, one arena. Yeah. It is a specific yes. ABBA arena. <laughs> they won't come to Boston, but they also won't go to where they're having the concert. <laughs> yeah. It should say this whole NME piece should say like to clarify this is they are not going you. to be a part of any of this. These this shows, isn't about you. Which, it's not even really about them. They won't go. <laughs> yeah. You so badly want to go, you'll go anywhere. You'll say, Where can I go to see them? Nowhere, because they're not going to go, but there will be a concert if you want to go to that. They just won't be there. So the fact that they uh that they did do motion capture suggests to me that they are going to be CGI'd into a live performance. I th- that kind of makes sense. That makes as much sense as, as it any of this can, can possibly make. Yes. Okay, so you're right. 2017, they announced plans for a virtual tour. Then those plans were delayed, and they said they would be uh, two songs. Uh, you There's... know how I could be very in on this. What is if they made it VR? Like, oh, I got a VR headset. If I could go to a like listen, in your home, listen. you can't see free guy at home, but you can see free duh at home. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah! Listen, if they can, uh, if if they can digitally put themselves into this concert, why can't I? Why can't I digitally go to the concert? Why can't I be there virtually if they're going to be there virtually? Love that, and you could pay different tiers for like different virtual, so you can have like. A bad seat, you could be like, yeah. oh, well, the getting price was like 80 bucks. I, I just wasn't going to spend would 250 be, to be on the floor. There would be a, a hilarious element of doing a VR concert and being like stuck so in a really shitty seat. Like, there's good seats and there's bad seats. <laughs> in the specific ABBA-designed arena for yeah. these shows, there's like a Barclays a Center yeah. situation where you can't see part of the show. Yeah, you're like, look at that. There's just like 50 feet of just like empty. Why can't anybody sit there? They're like, oh, well, that's actually kind of a ramp, but it doesn't support people. Well, why'd they it's build a, it like that? That's stupid. specifically designed for this show. I would love that. Um, so that's the good news. There's new ABBA, and I can't wait. We like the music that we've heard so far. We want to talk about, do we want to do like a... <laughs> the way that you said that is very funny because what? it just sounds like... We like what we've heard from ABBA so far. So look, so far, like we well, it actually is kind of weird. They sound like ABBA songs, but like the biggest quality of ABBA music is nothing screams hit like any ABBA song. Just put on any ABBA song, and you're like, "What does this sound like?" This is a goddamn hit. Yeah, you can never play like anybody who has never heard of ABBA, yeah. and like you you sit them down, you play like any of their top. 75% of their songs mm-hmm. and the person that you're playing there's not a question in their mind they're like oh so these guys were huge yeah right? exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly they, they, they must have been massive and they were because they're freaking legends um, I made a playlist over the weekend they're just called ABBA faves and I don't like the idea of doing like a if we're going to do like a top 5 or a top 10 or anything, because this is probably, this would be the hardest group we've done that with, or 
act we've done that with. I think we've done it with Queen. We did it with Elton John. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Again, those are all really hard. But I don't know. I, I think like it, if you can do it for Lady Gaga yeah. and Elton John, you could probably do it for ABBA. I think so. What do you want? You want to do five or ten? Um, I think five with uh with like honorable mentions, ones that okay. just missed the cut. Okay, I think I'll be able to do that. Um, here's the thing. I know what my top three are so easily. Um, and I mean, I yeah, say, that was super duper easy for me. The top three um was. was not as hard as i may have expected i guess yeah because like i know abba's got like hits and all that but you don't have to overthink it at the right at least not for me um the, the the big thing for me when putting together this list the biggest challenge was like asking myself do i like this song more because of mamma mia oh i don't care yeah, same. That's ultimately what I decided. <laughs> it's all just so so good. my list is like almost entirely Mamma Mia songs. Good. I think that right. only my top five is definitely only going to be songs that have been in Mamma Mia. There will be an honorable mention for a non Mamma Mia one, but I mean Mamma Mia uses. By the way, when you say Mamma Mia, you probably know this by now. We're only talking about. Here I didn't we go know there. Again. I didn't know there was a second one that they made first. Yeah, Mama didn't Mia, know there was another one. If you ask me, it's Mamma Mia. Here we go. That's right. What else are you talking about? <laughs> right. um, let me see. Actually, I'm going to look at my list. Uh, I All five of my top five are in Mamma Mia, Here We Go. Um, now but that like, I look at it, I don't know if my fifth one is uh, is in Mamma Mia 2. Oh, this is exciting. Okay, let's you want to go start with number one or... I feel like yeah. Let's start from the. We usually yeah. we usually count down, but there's. N- I feel like there's going to be no suspense at the top of the list. I think so. Do you think that we both have the same number one? Um, let's probably just, not. Let's I, I can't. I can't possibly <laughs> ever try to like predict what you're going to say about music things. That's true. All right. Let's say at the first uh, on the count of three. What's your number one? All right. One, two, three. Mamma Dancing Mia. Queen. Whoa! Different directions there. Okay, Pete, Dancing Queen. Dancing Queen was number one for me. Dancing Queen gets the job done. It is really though, like it is an A A one A one B situation. Um, what is the uh, Rutger? I think his name is Rutger. I've spelled his name so many times, but I don't know if I've ever said it. Uh, Rutger Gunnarsson is the bass player for ABBA. And there are so many songs, so many ABBA songs. This shows what a great band there are, where you could legitimately just like sing the bass line instead of any other part. And there's a video of this video on YouTube of like very old Rutger Gunnarsson. He's dead now of like going through like some old stuff. And there's like a bass there. And someone's like, hey, do you remember how to play Dancing Queen? And he's like, hadn't played it in 30 years or whatever. And he's like this old man. And he's just like, fucking hopping about on the bass just like playing it perfectly and he's such a legend so that's there's a lot of abba songs where you're like good lord the bass line this guy's a freaking legend dancing queen is uh top i would say two three four something like that for abba uh, i go mama mia number one okay um again for me it's one a one b where like that's my mommy is my number two all right um 
my thing is my thing with Mamma Mia is there's only so many perfect songs in the world and i think that mama mia qualifies as a perfect song and again this is really silly because it's like how isn't dancing queen how isn't sos like all these songs how aren't they perfect we are really dealing with like razor thin margins here and there are no wrong answers true but you do have the argument in your favor that like they made a musical about abba and they chose dancing queen or or, uh, they chose mama mia as like the the name that's which suggests that that would be their like best slash most iconic. They song. know that's going to make them the most money. Yeah, and right. these people know about making the choices that'll make and, them the most money. They're not even traveling for their comfort. And if you're making a musical, and you are, you are going away from Dancing Queen, right? As the name for the musical, I know. I was going to say that, that when you said they yeah. chose, I was like, you know what? Why Dancing, didn't they call, why it, did Dancing they call Queen? it Dancing Queen? <laughs> but there is not a. Mama, neither Mamma Mia, and we'll admit now there's another Mamma Mia movie, neither Mamma Mia scene is as good as the Dancing Queen scene in Mamma Mia 2. Again, that maybe goes back to the discussion. Do I like this song a bit more because of what it's what Ma, what Mamma Mia did to it? So Dan, this now this stinks. Now I'm rethinking everything. Dancing Queen, this is going to be another, uh, people will see the list and be like, oh, DJ sucks because mine doesn't. Mine doesn't have Dancing Queen. What? Yeah, my, Your well, my top, top five doesn't, doesn't have Dancing Dan- Queen. What? But it's like a. It's an obvious goes without saying. Men- I, I'm pulling my hair out trying to roll an abolus down to five. Maybe I'll change it on the fly. For me, for me, like I think that there are a lot of situations where, like, if you're a fan of like a band or whatever. A lot of the times you find ways to trick yourself into saying that like their biggest song yeah. isn't their best song. Yeah. It doesn't work with it's ABBA. Like, Dancing Queen and Mamma Mia are fucking perfect songs, and they're incredible. Be, yeah. Be, be, be like Houndmouth, where you're like, you know what song rules? Sedona. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, know what, you know what song we love? The one that everybody likes, because like we killed it on that one. That song is so good. Um, yeah, I, I generally don't like when people are like, oh, let me guess. You think that uh, like Hungry Heart is a good Bruce Springsteen song? Yeah. Yeah, because it do. is <laughs> right. But didn't people, have don't... fun listening to your stupid crybaby stuff about rivers. <laughs> didn't people like hate on um on uh, dancing in the dark? Yeah, people like yeah, they people thought it was like, like lame. that. Yeah, yeah, like a that's on fucking rules. Oh no, all of Bruce Springsteen's hits are incredible. <laughs> right, <laughs> and if uh, the reason I don't like Bruce Springsteen as much as like your classic Bruce Springsteen fan is because your classic Bruce Springsteen fan is like annoying about the hits. Yeah, they won't. I mean. If we were to do, like, favorite Billy Joel songs or whatever, like, Piano Man isn't a particularly good song. It's it's a fine song. But, like, that's an, a fair example, I think, of, like, oh, Billy Joel has way better songs than that. Yeah. That's a good song, and that, that was right. very successful and everything. But I don't go around saying, like, oh, Piano you like Man Piano sucks. Man? Ugh. Yeah. Like, if we did Top 5 Billy Joel and you, you Piano COVID? Man was number one because for you. Because it doesn't seem like you have any taste. Whoa. That's a bar. Have you used that before? No. Did you just make that up right now? <laughs> sort of, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. You're like, well, <laughs> hey, I, I overheard somebody say something similar. Yeah. I don't think that's what they said, though. <laughs> right. But then that made me that, that made me think. It's a real, oh. like, it's like a real Saturdays are for the boys situation where it's like he heard somebody else say it, but then he appropriated it yeah. for his own use. So my number two, and, and Mamma Mia, perfect song. Perfect song. Love it so much. My number two is... Maybe my favorite 
ABBA song? I, can I guess what you're going to oh, say? Yeah. Is it Super Trooper? No. Okay. Super Trooper. God, that's also not in my top five. What? That's my number three. Oh, man. I love this. You can't, you guess what my number one is, and it's all... You guess what my thing is, and I say, I don't have it on my list, and then you say, well, that's my next one. All right. What's your number What's your number three? Uh, my or, no, my number on, two? Are we on, yeah, we're on number two for you. In Austin, we had a very fun experience in like a cart. It was like a... Oh, uh, um, the... The trolley, like the, the, the pull cart thing. Right, right. Singing this like by ourselves in Austin for the whole Austin to hear. I don't remember the song. Do you remember that it was like an ABBA sing-along? Yeah, I thought so. Was it, uh, was it Waterloo? No. Also, an early Mamma Mia 2 song, though. What was it? One of Us. That that was the song that we were singing in the oh yeah we're the cart. Oh, she was the best. That is like extremely on brand that we would sing like one of the most depressing ABBA songs as like the happiest people in the world. Oh, like letting everybody know. (laughs) Sorry for herself, feeling stupid, feeling small. (laughs) Oh, such a good so. That's a great song. That song is potentially like the if you were to say hey best baseline ever our friend wayne who like is a bass scientist great bass player probably understands what actually are the best like bass songs ever and if he hears this he's probably gonna want to kill me but like someone's like hey best baseline ever go i think i would say one of us by abba that song that is a killer 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 baseline love it so much just such a great arrangement and it's a it's a great breakup song it's it is, a, yeah. it's like it is a top top tier breakup song. I that love it one, so much. That one made my uh, my honorable mentions did not crack Ooh. the top five. Uh, guess what my number four is? So you're Super Trooper three. Yep. I haven't done my number. All right, go three ahead. Yet. Go number three. My okay. So here's the cutoff for me. Where this is, I think the the top three in my brain is automatic, and then like after elite, you can get into yeah. like. This that's could be so. Any song. That's so wild because I had the same exact feeling where I was like, "All right, one, two, three. That was easier than I thought. Now, how the fuck do I fill out the rest of this?" And the three songs that I had. Whoa, were, we had compl- Oh, there's only one overlap in our Mia. top three, and it's Mamma Mia. Yeah, that's crazy. My number three is Waterloo. Okay. Love it. Just a great rocker, boogie woogie, so great. So that's my number four. <laughs> incredible so uh so we have two on the same list so we're, we're gonna max out at two i think yes um actually not true we could have the same unless five. i mean i i feel stupid now if i don't include dancing queen on here i think i might make dancing queen number five but then we're gonna we're gonna have to have like i long feel like conversation that's for honorable egregious omission. i agree i agree i think that i would look back on this in a year or two and be like and be like was i being a tough guy or something and i'd listen back I to this it? and hear that it was like 20 minutes of me crying and hemming and hawing <laughs> saying how hard it is to choose uh dancing queen will be my number five okay uh my number four is sos all right did not make my list Ooh, great that that song man that is a song. That's got an intro. It's got a verse. <laughs> it's got all the parts, man. No, no, like it's 
It's ver. Its chorus is nothing like its verse. It's it, it, the core. I love the little tag at the end of the chord. The when you're gone, how do I? And that that part is the SOS that's in Mamiya Two. When I said that this song, that all these songs are Mamiya Two, okay. there is a scene where um, Sam is looking at a picture of Donna. It's a p- scene in which they're letting us know Donna's dead. Dead. And he's looking at that it, is and he's fuck. like, "When you're gone." Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do I? <laughs> the way like, they oh, I guess she's dead. Lyrics into like explaining yeah. the plot in that like, movie. That's is... not what those that, <laughs> that part was. That song was about. <laughs> like, they do twists. They lyrics absolutely in that do to make it more about people being dead. Yes, it's the best. Um, all right, so uh, one Dancing Queen, Mamma Mia, number two, three was Super Trooper, four Waterloo, and to round out my top five. This was extremely hard to pick uh, the fifth one because, like, I, I think Waterloo's a step below the top three that were easy, but I knew that Waterloo had to be as part of my list. Mm-hmm. Five really could have been anything. I went with Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Oh, my God. I'm so glad that one of us had it on yeah. there. One of us. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's an iconic intro. It's so, so good. Um, just a very, very fun song. Oh like, yeah, and that's what I want from from ABBA. Like they can do a lot of things, and like they have range. Yeah, I want the fun stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, let me see. You've got uh, yours is quite disco-y. You've that's, got a I, that's, pretty. And yeah, the, the, I, that's I, what I, will, I want. I am quite all right with that. <laughs> no complaints uh, there. Mine's uh, yeah, my mine's a little more rocky. I was going to okay. Let's get into um, honorable mention because I initially was going to have. Speaking of songs, Mommy at Two likes to change to being about how Donna's dead. I was going to uh, have my number five be My Love, My Life. Cause I love- oh, yes. I guess I just really like Abba Breakup Songs. That's a great song. But what are they doing in Mommy at Two with well, that Well, I mean, song? like, Donna broke up with life. That's true. That's... <laughs> I mean, the, she, the first, like, 14 times I saw that movie, I was just grinning the whole time and, like, not being analytical at all. It's, but then after a while, I was like, wait, it's what? It's very fun to imagine them being and in, like, the... And now it's over? Very fun to imagine them being in, like, the writer's room and being like, it's a breakup song. But what if we make it about her breaking up with living? Oh, I like that. And, like, Get Benny it? and Bjorn are sitting dead. there and they're like... It, we, we, it, it took me five months to write these words. Like, I, that's not at all what it's about. I got a divorce because of this. So, like, I, I, I put my heart and soul into this, and they're like, "Yeah, but have you considered Donna's dead?" <laughs> right, but how many movies have you made? Like, right, none. But I'm planning this very complex tour that I don't have to show up for. Yeah, he's like, "Please, I am going to reinvent the entire media." I'm going to create a tour that is like a movie in that it's not real. There's the meme. I'm going to create a tour. I see it right now. It'll be four, uh, what's it called, faces, four Jane Lynch faces, and with like 60% opacity, opacity, uh, Benny, Bjorn, Frida, and Agneta. That you can over see the, through the Jane yeah, Lynch to yeah. see Abba. I'm going to create a tour so... Uh, so lazily <laughs> I'm going to create a tour that is what is it I'm going to I said uh, the original is yeah. I'm going to create a tour that's like a movie in that it's not real in that 
It's not real. Love it. That's our meme. Um, let's keep, dude. Let's let's keep uh, peppering through these. Uh, very close. Very close to cracking the top five was knowing me, knowing you. Oh, great song. Great song. That's another one though. That, that like you know what I'm saying when like it's not. It doesn't kind of follow the same thing the whole time. Like the its verse could be a chorus. It's like that like. It makes that big of a statement, and then its chorus just takes off. Yeah, and it's also one of those songs that, like, I like this about certain songs that, like, the the title, like, is you cannot read the title without like saying it in the way that it's sung. In the, the way song. you just said it, you said knowing me, me knowing, knowing you. you. Yeah, yeah like, instead of like knowing me, knowing you. There's something about those songs that, like, when you when you see it on paper. You hear it in your head. Yeah. And uh, I, I really, really, really like that about Knowing Me, Knowing You. Um, one of us, very close to making my mm. top five. Love one of us so much. Uh, I, I think we got to talk about, I mean, while we're talking about ones that are in Mamiya too, the name of the game is... Yep. Also also there on my honorable Such mentions. a... F- I mean, that song is the Vineyard Nights 3 candle of ABBA songs. So flirty. It just got yeah. such flirty vibes. And then this big grand chorus. They, man. They That's also it. another one of those songs that, like, you read it or you see it and you sing it. The name of the game. Yeah. yeah. That's the name of the game. The riddle of the model. <laughs> um, it, he, an, an honorable mention that I put on the honorable mentions list because I wanted to talk about it didn't really have a legitimate chance of cracking the top five, but I think it's a discussion piece. Yeah. Uh, take a chance on me. Yeah, I'm glad. So take a chance on me and Fernando, I think, are a couple of faves and massive hits that I would guess a lot of people wouldn't put in their top fives. But still, like that was like an easy one to eliminate, Yeah, but still a great song. See, I don't know if I think it's a great song. Really? I think that it's... it's my corny. experience with it is that I think that it's a great song for like 20 seconds, and then it becomes so overwhelming that I'm like, I, I can't I can't do this. I got to turn it off. Yeah. But it, I mean... It is fantastic for those 20 seconds, though. But then again, you get into the... There's some, there's some more fun parts in there. I could see it's how. very fun, but it is just like it feels like a sensory overload. Yeah. How do you feel about Fernando? Love it. Yeah. Um, Although I do think that the um, I prefer the Mamma Mia version of Fernando more than the ABBA version of Fernando. I mean, my heart exploded out of my chest <laughs> yeah. when those 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 loose ends were tied, and we figured out that that's <laughs> why a guy. That's why Senor Sinfuegos was being such a baby the whole <laughs> like the, the, the that movie constantly tells you that Donna's dead mm-hmm. and it's and not it, that's not the most depressing part of the movie no well it's, it's this it's, guy it's in your sense Sinfuego is also dead but only inside yes. only in spirit which is more depressing than actually being dead. They're like, "Oh, uh, Señor Sinfuegos, uh should we put uh, this tablecloth on this table?" I could have had love. I'm like, oh, here he goes. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. Um, Fuck it. We'll do a live. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just, just put whatever. We don't need tables. Just uh, go, go, take a break. You're doing a great job. Thanks, buddy. Um, let me think. Uh, do you know on and on and on? Uh, uh, loosely. 
I mean, I think not enough that's to another make an one impression. that I kind of said like the title. On and on and on, keep on rocking, bit. Uh, it's a great song. It's super eighties, super duper eighties. I don't even know when Super Trooper came. It's off the Super Trooper album. Um, but it's let's see, Super Trooper came out in nineteen eighty. So that ABBA was saying, "Hey, everybody, this is how the eighties are going to go," and they came out with that album with all those hits i love on and on and on it's got some great lyrics basically there's like a whole verse that's just basically like look everybody i'm hot you've probably known it for a while just letting you know why i know there's a verse she says uh uh uh, across the bar i see a guy he was kind of flirty he was giving me the eye so i take advantage of the fact that i'm a star like threw my hair back and walked over to the bar and I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm pretty sure like Benny and Bjorn wrote those lyrics, but I'm still like, Anya. <laughs> just Listen, put it out there. If you know, you got it. Yeah. So I'm in a bar. Everyone wants me. <laughs> Why? Because I'm me. So I go over. I give this idiot a second of my time. It is. Uh, it is the thing that only works when you when you do it in a very cool song. Right. Otherwise, you are if the biggest in douche interview, in the you world. <laughs> you're John Mayer. Yeah, right. You're you're old John Mayer. Um, gotta put. I can't believe none of us have said the winner takes it all. That's literally the that rounds out my honorable mentions. Oh man, I let's see. Is this how many honorable mentions can we have? We have six I did, honorable I, mentions I did, right now. I did five. I did five top five, five honorable mentions. Oh, love so it. I, okay, I just be- did like a hey. If he wants ten, I've got ten. But if he wants five, I've got five honorable mentions. Let's see what isn't on here. I've got uh, when I kissed the teacher. Is a, a great <laughs> kind of trouble. Too concerning for me. Yeah, when I I wrote down. When I've I watched too much. I've watched too much Kate Mara miniseries to uh yeah to go for that song. How about uh how about why did it have to be me? Uh, that's one no. that, that that's one that is definitely more beloved because of Mamma Mia too. Like I'll put I'll put the ABBA version on playlists and stuff. But I know that I didn't love that song until oh, I saw the look. most not the most unsurprisingly or the most expectedly sexy uh, scene in the world between young Bill and young Donna. Uh, I'm I'm looking at the Mamma Mia two soundtrack right now, trying to figure out if there are any any songs other than Fernando that I like better uh, from the movie. As opposed to actually from oh, ABBA. great question. I would imagine that it's a, it's going to be a low count. Uh, I think when I kiss the teacher might actually be on that. Yeah, th- that's a that's a great one. Um, one on of Dante us, on Dante. Yeah, but that's I, I like the the ABBA version because that's got it's got a little electric guitar in it. It's nice. Uh, one of us obviously isn't as good as the ABBA version, but one of us in Mamma Mia 2 is great. I think that's a yes. fantastic scene where they got the split. They're in different rooms, yeah. but they're in different... Yeah, the way that they present it is very, very cool. Actually, the way that they present most of these songs yeah. are awesome yeah. because Mamma Mia 2 is awesome. We, yeah, we can get past the whole like tying in their whole Donna thing. Yeah, I Have a Dream is very good in... Super Trooper is really good in Mamma Mia 2. But I like the ABBA version better, although the Mamma Mia 2 version has 
the three fellas drinking beers while wearing like yeah. skin tight onesies. Dude, a- any everyone I know who has seen Mamiya Two fully understands that that's like the best visual in <laughs> film history. No, there is just there's three ne- aging actors mailing it in, <laughs> in in suits that they're probably mad they had to wear and holding drinking beers, beers. Going, like Super-ba. as somebody who fucking loves beer, yeah, and like is passionate about beer. One of the biggest loves of my life, maybe mm-hmm. life, maybe. Beer has never looked better than in that scene. Yes, just the three aging guys who are. Like varying completely of, out of, of their trying. element, <laughs> completely out of their element, but seemingly having a good time with how out of their element they are. Oh my god, those three man! When the dancing queen scene, at the, I, I think we've just we've definitely discussed every crevice of this movie, so we've definitely hit on this before. But there was a point where like we did a like a run of seven months of yeah. brunch where good. we didn't go an episode not talking about Mamiya too. Good, wouldn't have it any other way. Um, I, it still bugs me a little bit, though, that Sam says to Bill and Harry at the end of Dancing Queen when he sees that they came and he does this and like yeah. they come over and they all hug and he's like, thank you. Thank you for coming. I'm like, don't do that. Right. Like you are like you're like brothers. Yeah. Like, like you are, you're, you, your lives have been intertwined. Yeah. You could like, go decades without seeing these guys and you should never have to like exchange niceties and and also the the like thank you for coming makes it so like oh thanks for you coming to my favor. thing yeah and it's yeah. like uh do we really need to have this conversation <laughs> do you really need to have this conversation sam listen, carmichael listen i know that nobody needs to see the first movie but right. the first movie exists and we've established this story yeah we're all part of this i oh my god i would have been if i show up on that boat like dancing having a good time and like let's say it's you and me show up and jeff is sam and jeff's like hey and like we're hugging we're like yeah, yeah we're here boys night we're like we're yeah. to the boys the whole thing and Jeff's he's like, like thank you thank you you and i right after would be like well guess it's guess it's sam weekend <laughs> yeah, no, th- thought we were sam, coming to donna's thing. sam pissing all over the carpet yeah. to mark his territory thought sophie invited us to something and we went because as the audience knows all three of us have had sex with donna <laughs> Who is now dead? Who? Hold on. Let's. Uh, what when song she was can alive. we sing here? What song can we sing? Let's make. Uh, we can make. We. I know we just did Dancing Queen, but we can. We can goose back. the lyrics a little bit to make them about Donna. Okay, that's. Uh, we're just gonna keep doing mommy episodes. Uh, buy Vineyard Nights candles if you haven't yet. If you want them. If you don't, don't. Uh, and uh, check out the Friday. Is that what you're gonna say? Yeah, I was gonna say like check out the check out the check Dawson. out the episode on Friday. We're gonna talk Dawson's Creek, but with a twist. There is going to be a, there is legitimately going to be a twist. Can't wait. No kitchen appliances in this twist. Mama, oh my god, gross. Mama Mia, two. <laughs>